And let's jump ahead to a game we will play occasionally this year, if not frequently, called Drop Ad. This is where a couple of dudes, me in particular, an older dude, get to pretend like we're back in college. Um, and if that were the case, I guess I would have a beer next to me rather than a glass of water, and I would probably be skipping my 8 a.m. classes, which I'm not going to do. I'm going to show up on time. So here it is, Drop Ad. John and I each going to pick something to drop and something to add, whether it's a bet, whether it's just a take that people are throwing around out there. And I'll get us started. I am adding, this is a long shot, but I am adding Oregon State at 10-1 to 1 to win the Pac-12 as a great value bet. Does that mean I think they're going to win the Pac-12? No, it does not. I want to be clear about that. This is a long-term investment that if it does not prove to pay off, I'll be okay because I'm not throwing my life savings or my mortgage even on this thing. It's just a value bet that I want to get because I don't think Oregon State's going to be at better odds to win the Pac-12, longer odds to win the Pac-12 at any other point this year. They have a schedule staring them in the face that could have them at 10-0 and before they get to the big final two games at home against Washington, and then on the road at Oregon. The last playing of the Civil War, perhaps, for who knows how long, between the Beavers and the Ducks, depending on how conference realignment and schedules shake out. But that being said, I think there's a million reasons for Oregon State to push the top of the Pac-12 this year. First and foremost is they've got the best defense in the conference. Uh, They've now added a quarterback. Question if you want to, and I did plenty last year, DJ Uyunglele, especially down the stretch with Clemson. I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to bounce back, prove some haters, people like me, wrong, and go out there to Oregon State and help that offense find their way to just enough offense to win more nights than not. And the only night, I think, where they really have to be impactful on both sides of the ball to get away with a dub where maybe they won't be favored is that game against Utah. It's at home, late September. It's an opportunity, again, if Oregon State should beat Utah in that one, should be a great defensive battle, then they go into those final two games at 10-0. and And again, the value won't get any better on Oregon State to win the Pac-12 than right now. I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm saying I really like the value. That's why I'm adding Oregon State at 10-1, to John, to win the Pac-12. I'm not going to lie, I love it. Uh, not just because we're doing the show together. I, I actually think that's a, a great bet. Um, because I watched a lot of Oregon State last year, you know, when you're up late, right, and you're just looking for mm-hmm. something to watch. Um, I, I just I just remember their, you know, their RPO, and now that you're sliding, you know, DJ over there in a system that feels like he's much more natural to play in and much more of a threat in, you know, I mean, I, I remember what they did. They just dismantled Florida. And I know it wasn't, you know, the Florida. Anthony Richardson didn't play in that game, but, they, I mean, they just they handled them. You know, I, that is yeah. a team that knows what it is. They run the ball down your throat. They're hard to stop. And if they can, you know, get a few stops on Caleb Williams, right? I mean, that's really what you're banking on. That's what you're betting on there uh, yep. in, in the end, right, if you're talking about winning the Pac-12. I, I think it's a good bet, especially, there, like you said, at plus uh, 1,000 there, uh, 100 to 1. I, uh, I'm going to add, it's not, it's not nearly as uh, value there. I mean, it's not, it's not a plus 1,000, but I, I do like it a lot. Uh, I am. I'm going to take the under uh, on Cincinnati wins this season mm. at five, uh, and the reason why is because they are, of course, making the transition from the American Athletic Conference to the Big Twelve, and also Luke Fickle doesn't coach there anymore. 
Um, so you have Scott Satterfield who came over from Louisville, sort of was run out of there, right? Was run out of Louisville. And, right. you know, he's had, he's had an NFL town in the past. And when you look at what he's done with it, very underwhelming. Um, I think this is anytime you see a step up, um, and this is, I think, minus 110, minus 120, right? Um, but I, I do like the bet. When you're taking a step up in competition, when you're going to have to score uh, a lot more, right, than, you, than you're accustomed to doing in the AAC where top to bottom every single week a team can put up 40 on you in the Big 12, it's, it's a new day. It's a new day for them. I'm not saying they can't one day be competitive at Cincinnati in the Big 12, but I think it's going to be a, a really rude awakening in Scott Satterfield in that program's first year in the Big 12. So I foresee some real headwinds for them in their first year. So I like the under at five. I think worst case we're pushing here. I don't see them getting to a bowl yeah. game the first year in the Big 12. So I, I, yeah, like, and- I like under five there, minus 110. I mean, the first time Oklahoma comes storming in, I'm, look, I'm, I'm fading Brett Venables here, I think, for the most part this season, but still – Oh, yep. Even a bad Oklahoma team walking into Cincinnati is different than a lot of things they've seen walking into Nippert Stadium there in the last, oh, ever, couple decades or plus, uh, even more. All right, we've got our ads. We'll get you our drops. We've got to talk about Coach Prime out in Colorado yeah. as well. Yeah. And we got a couple of big games to preview. I mean, you'd think it's week zero. Are they really big games? They're big games by week zero standards. Let's be clear about that. But we got games to preview. So much more an early peek at next week as well. All on the way alongside John Martin. I'm Chris Mack. We have got you covered. This is BetQLU. And welcome back into another edition of BetQLU. Alongside John Martin, I'm Chris Mack. It's week zero, which makes it sound like it doesn't count, but it does. Notre Dame against Navy in Dublin, Ireland. About to get the season started. We talk about that game in just a moment. Plus a big one out west. At least it could be a big one on the scoreboard. We'll tell you why in just a couple of minutes. USC against San Jose State. That a late game on Saturday night as well. And we got to talk Coach Prime and the Dion effect out in Boulder. But let's finish our game a drop ad here, John. We both added something. I added Oregon State at 10-1 to to win the Pac-12. You added the under on Cincinnati wins at 5 uh, at minus 110. I'll tell you what I'm dropping. And this is just based solely on... Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Uh, fool me twice, shame on. Well, we won't get we won't get fooled again. Or however, the former governor of Texas used to say it. <laughs> Texas is favorites to win the Big Twelve. Apologies to Jay Cole for mangling it as much as George Bush did. Uh, they're plus one hundred to win the conference, even money. Texas to win the Big Twelve that makes them the favorites. I'm not with it. I'm not with it because I will not buy that Big Tw- uh, that Texas is winning the Big Twelve or that Texas is winning a conference again until I see Texas win that conference. And look, this edition of the Big Twelve. You mentioned a couple minutes ago and talking about Cincinnati. It may set up well for those two blue bloods that are still left there, right, before they get out to the SEC. May set up real well for Texas and Oklahoma to just have easy pickings and show up against each other in the Big 12 championship game. I see at least one, if not two, if not three teams that could spoil that party in TCU, Kansas State, and yeah, even Baylor. I think all three of those. I'm not quite sold on Texas Tech. I know some people are fans coming into this year, but I see those three teams in particular as threats. Kansas State chief amongst them. So Texas as yep. favorites to win the Big 12 at even money, I am dropping that. I'm with you. I mean, I think anytime you, I really, for the most part, 
hate taking short conference favorites. You know, like yeah. I know like somebody has to be the favorite. I understand that. But in terms of the Big 12 specifically, where there's so much sort of cannibalism, like Kansas State is a prime example. You know, TCU is a prime example. Like those, those two teams, who was talking about them last year, right? Like nobody. who was really spending much time? Nobody. TCU's in the championship game. Kansas State wins the Big 12, right? So who, yeah. I, I feel like you could have an example like that again this year. You know, if, if not Kansas State straight up again. I feel like Kansas State's not getting a whole whole lot of love. I only lost nope. Bruce Vaughn, but you know, quarterback is back. So I, I just feel like there's you know a lot of room here for Texas to slip up, and I, and I understand completely where you're coming from, especially at even money, right? That's what that's when you start getting into the. It's all about the value of things. Texas can win exactly. it, but do I really want to play that at, at you know at even money? I think the answer is no. And I'm going to drop something by adding something. So bear with me here, but. I'm. I think. I think people should drop the doubt about Mike Norvell and Florida State this year. Um, so I'm adding again uh, at plus one forty, <laughs> plus one forty five, Florida State to win the ACC. Um, I've seen enough. I, I mean, I I saw what they did at the end of last year. They beat LSU at the beginning of the season last year, and that win only got better as the season went along. Um, I know right. Mike Norvell has sort of gotten sideways maybe in the past. Who doesn't, right, with Florida State fans? Uh, yeah. Maybe they didn't like the returns at the beginning. But I saw up close and personal at Memphis what that guy can do when he gets a great quarterback, and that's what he's got in, in Jordan Travis. And if you look at their schedule, if they get through the first month, I think they start with the game against LSU, which, of course, is going to be very difficult. Then they play Clemson, I think, on the 23rd. It's at Clemson. But if they can find a way – to win both of those games, and again, I know that's a lot. They're not losing again. Like they're not. They're, they're going to go undefeated. I mean, if you just look at their schedule, if they if they can manage their and look, if you're talking about when you want to see those teams, I think it is the first month of the season because you have the best shot at being healthy, right? Yeah. So if they can find a way to do it, and it's not going to be easy, but I do think it is doable. Um, Florida State's going to find itself in the college football playoff, and I think they have a chance to win it with that quarterback. That's a so great I'm, call. I'm dropping, the doubt. I'm dropping the doubt in Mike Norvell. I, I I don't know. I don't know where all the Clemson love comes from. What has Clemson done? Uh, you know, since Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence haven't been behind center, right? Not much. No, and and that's so, and you, you make a great point. I mean, once they get past Clemson, they're not. They won't be dogs in a game in the final two months of the season. Um, there's the possible stumbling block on the road at Pitt. Maybe we'll see how Pitt looks with their new quarterback, you never know a Miami-Florida State game. Anything can happen, maybe. Same thing going to Gainesville. But they'll be favored in all of those, and yeah. especially if, especially if they get through LSU and a road trip at Clemson. Yeah, unscathed, 4-0 to start the year, that would be huge. And, and I'm with you. I do think they've done a great job of just adding talent. Talent over yeah. talent, whether it's transfer, whether it's freshman. Uh, over the last couple of years, they've, they're, they're just loaded for, for bear with talent uh, that they've brought in over the last couple of years. So I'm a big fan of that.